I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and recently I saw the documentary The Tinder Swindler, and I thought it'd be fun to discuss, you know, use that as a jumping off point. And no, I don't want to talk about specifically, you know, the events of The Tinder Swindler, but more so online dating as a generalization, right? and my perspectives on where we are at as a society and so forth, right? Now, before I fully dive into it, though, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes right when they come out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's get into this, right? The Tinder Swindler is a Netflix documentary, and if uh, in short, it's about this guy who went on Tinder and through a Ponzi scheme, was able to funnel a lifestyle where it made him seem very rich. And, you know, he would go on a date with a woman. He would initially pay, you know, take her to an extravagant place, pay a lot of money for the date, pay for everything. And then eventually, um, you know, kind of went south from there because, you know, the woman would fall in love with, with the guy and, you know, he pretends to be like this, this heir to a, a, a you know, billion dollar uh, diamond company. And, you know, because of that, he said there's a lot of danger involved and he just wanted, you know, things to be safe. And, you know, eventually he got to the point of like, hey, my enemies are after me. You know, can you help me out type of thing? And, you know, he essentially swindled, uh, they say, about $10 million um, from various women, you know, through doing this. Right. And the money he got from one woman he used to pay for his lifestyle and, and go out on a date with another woman and just continue this um, thing, which is why it's a Ponzi scheme, right? And it got me thinking just, just about dating apps in general. Number one, I think the notion, like, you know, love has been throughout all of human history, at least evidenced by art, this, this ideal, right? This, this, Romance is the best form of love. It's the greatest human connection and so forth. And, and, and that's noble and great, but in a way it's also kind of warped our minds because it's, the, it's like a, a North Star in many ways, whether we intended it or not, uh, that we seek. And because of that, we might lose on or not be aware of certain things. You know, we might not, um, that, like, we might value that more when we could also be grateful for the friendships that we have. And, you know, there's a great Charles Bukowski poem where um, uh, there are worse things than being alone, but sometimes it takes decades to figure that out. And there's nothing worse than too late, right? Um, I might've gotten a few words wrong, but that's pretty much how the poem goes. And yeah, he's right. You know, there are worse things than being alone. And yet we, we over-index that aspect of it and, you know, certainly shows like The Bachelor and, and other dating stuff have, you know, The Bachelor and Bachelor and so forth have kind of glamorized, you know, what dating should be like. And it's like all aspects. Now with the advent of social media, we, we over-conflate what being an artist looks like, what being an entrepreneur should looks like, you know, and what dating also looks like and the type of guy you should date, right? And the lifestyles that we want when, and, you know, we see, we have a parasocial relationship with, 
even if we know the person we like through the screen it becomes very hard to be like to separate like oh they they, they went to like this expensive place for for dinner i wish i had that and look they look so cute you don't know the story behind that and yet you know we we create the narrative in our mind of what we want and so i don't fault you know, women essentially falling for the Tinder swindler because, you know, we all want this sort of fantasy. Like, we've been groomed for the, this person. It doesn't have to be, like, a guy and a girl, right? Guy, it can be it can be with the reverse, and it can be applied to anyone. Because we've been fed this, this idea and of, of not just love and romance in the highest ordeal, but lifestyles of the rich and famous, right? And we, you know, we deserve that and so forth. And the sad truth is, I don't think you're going to find that on Tinder or Hinge or any of the dating apps. Like, I don't think billionaires, for the most part, like, are on date on those dating apps. I just don't, right? Whether, whether, you know, guy, girl, any other gender. I just, I just don't see it. So I would caution you uh, to think about it that way. Also, I think it is also unhealthy because in a way we, we, we... I'm not saying don't have standards, but I think we have over... fantasized, I don't know the right term, but I'm just going to keep going with it, of who we think we should be dating. And in a way, we start to pick out the imperfections rather than look at, okay, what is this person really like? And we miss out on a lot of great people. And, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about, like, you know, people always ask me that, that are on dating apps, like, what's my adversity to them and why don't I like them? I, I think part of it is because of how shitty it makes you feel, you know? If, you know, from the experience of I'm swiping you know, and I, I'm going through it and, and let's say I'm taking the time to really, you know, consider, okay, who do I think I, I could be a match with and who, who I could get along with, you know, and, and so forth. So, you know, um, that's already hard enough, but then, you know, on the people that I might, sw- might swipe right or give a like, whatever the hell, you know, what's, what's the percentage on that alone that someone's already going to respond to you, right? Probably low. Um, and then from there, it's like, okay, then it's a lot of work to, you know, to, to even have that conversation, you end up getting ghosted. And I just think in general, that has a negative self-esteem <laughs> component to it, right? Like, that's not going to make you feel good. Um, and I don't think people talk about that enough. And I'm not saying, like, listen, of course, like, to find someone worthwhile that, that you want to st- spend your life with, again, have standards and it takes time, right? I'm not saying that. But I just think like with social media, you know, there was this inherent thing that we knew that the insidious side of social media, I think the irony is I don't think we talk about the insidious side of dating. And of course, the Tinder swindler is like just that amped up to the nth degree because it's someone taking advantage of uh, in this case, women, uh, and and abusing their emotions and ruining them financially. But even so, but 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 even in the ideal, I think there's just a, a, a negative aspect to it, unfortunately. And I don't know. It's 
I grapple with this. Um, I, I, it's not to say that I think dating apps don't have a place and that they don't work. But I'd be curious to know, like, and I thought about it, like, what it would be like if, you know, just, just the old school way of like, you know, hey, I have this single friend that I think you would be good. And, and just like, just through mutual connections, automatically, um, you know, bring those together. Because you at least have a commonality there that you can work off of. And, 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 and there's a judgment call made by, by someone who thinks that you two would be good together, right? I don't know. I, I, um, and maybe that's lazy in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. But um, this is kind of what's been going through my mind as as I think about the Tinder swindler. And again, it's not really about the Tinder swindler. It's about just the nature of dating in today's day and age. But yeah, I, I, I think part of it, you know, it becomes too easy you know, the old school, like, if you had to go up to somebody um, and ask them out on a date, you know, that, like, that built your confidence, right? Um, or, like, you know, if you're going to call something off, um, you had to, like, be direct with a person. Now, just the idea of, like, just ghosting is too easy. Um, but, it, and we, 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 we do that because... Yeah, it's easy for us, and we, we justify it under this notion that we don't want to hurt the person. But as I talked about, I think it ultimately has a greater net negative for ourselves and for the other person. So I don't, listen, you know, and, and I'm putting this out there because I, I find it fascinating, and it's what I've been grappling with. And it is a topic I would love to explore further from a psycho, uh, psychology standpoint. Um, but also I'm curious from anecdotally, like what your experience and what your thoughts are. Um, you know, I want to use this as a jumping off point for this sort of exploration of, you know, however time it takes to really analyze it and assess it. But, um, but yeah, I'm curious to know your thoughts and your opinions about all of this, you know, um, whether you agree with me or not, I'm curious because I have, you know, it's not to say I have seen dating apps work. Um, there's someone I know and you know, they're in a relationship for four or five years at this point with somebody because of that. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I just just wanted to discuss it and thought it'd be uh, something a little bit different in terms of what I normally talk about. So thank you for taking the time to join me. I appreciate you. and hope to see you next time. <music>